0: Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We love you so much. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 106, number 106, and Scripture Discourse, or Sunday Prayer Letter, number 185. For our show, we use the Sunday Prayer Letter as our script and our outline. Also, a little side note before I get into the letter, we do have a video camera running to my right, and as recording as I do the uh, show with the letter, uh, we have a software system running to my right, we have another software system running in front of me, we've got a camera right in front of my face here, and a bright light in my face, and uh, I'm excited. I hope you're excited, because Jesus Christ is Lord, and Jesus is still On his throne. He has not left and gone someplace else. I guarantee that for sure. All right, so September 18th, Sunday prayer letter. It's titled Revelation chapter 13. It's produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder and Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gifts of the Holy Ghost all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. Well, greetings, my friend, and welcome to this week's Sunday prayer letter. These letters are written by me, Preacher John, <laughs> John Shuck, every Saturday afternoon. This is Saturday as I'm recording this right now. I'm in Boulder, Colorado. It's a beautiful day. It rained a little earlier this afternoon. It just made it so pleasant. I got my windows all open. It's just a beautiful, beautiful day for a nice Sabbath rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. I love my Saturdays. I hope you have a day that you set aside or a time that you set aside just to be with your Lord and your Savior, Jesus Christ. What a great treat that is to spend time with God, nothing else bothering us, just Jesus and you. It's a great time, my friend, great time. So, uh, once again, these letters are written by me, John Shuck, every Saturday afternoon. They're designed to keep a type of one accord in our missionary church and our street ministry we are all all on the same page we are all on the same page so to speak (laughs) i realize this is uh not a typical way a church operates however if you think about your church or a church you've been uh to in the past do you remember the weekly bulletin that you'd get when you walked on the door of the church or sat down at the chair or your pew Yeah, well, that is sort of what we have here in our Sunday prayer letter. Uh, One big caveat here is our church has a great interest in prayer and supplication. That is why we call this letter a prayer letter. It is also why we send it out to as many people who are interested in praying for this missionary church and street ministry. It's not required, though. Uh, let A little side note here, if you did want to subscribe to the email, uh, you can go to uh, preacherjohn.ck.page, or you can go to johnshuck.com, John, J-O-H-N, and then my last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E.com.com. Uh, and that takes you to a one-page list, so you can see who I am, what I look like, or the truck I, my last truck I drove, and uh, just a little one-page Summary, place to put your first name and your email address. We ask for the first name because we lift first names up to God in prayer. And uh, so that's something you'd like to do. Or you can go to our website and look at the letter there. Or you can come to the podcast and listen to the letter. Or you can go to the video channel here and get the letter. So there's lots of different ways of receiving our letter and uh, we pray for everyone. That's just because you may get it only on the podcast, we still pray for you. If you only get it on the uh, YouTube channel, we pray for there, pray for you there too. We do. I mean, we just—that's just what we do here in our church. All right. So going back into our letter. Uh, that was not in our letter. (laughs) One of the reasons I like doing these shows is because I can kind of add a few things to the letter that I really don't want to put in the letter, but I can do it on the podcast here. And uh, it gives me a little freedom to kind of move with the Spirit. Not too much, you know, not too much to the left or too much to the right, but enough to uh, add a few little things in there that uh, I feel led by the Spirit to add into the show. Plus, it's just... uh, you know fun to do all right but and we you know like i said earlier we do use this letter uh, that's in front of me right here as my script and my outline that i'm reading from that's what i'm doing right now i'm not just talking from the top of my head unless i go to a sidebar or a caveat then i do talk off the top of my head <laughs> and that's why i need to stay in the letter <laughs> okay so let me uh, get a sip of tea here i'm drinking uh, some um bigelow tea uh Uh, Let's see, what is this? This is the Earl Grey, the old-fashioned Earl Grey tea. Just, uh, I don't know what it is. I started drinking the hot tea on my very first podcast show a couple years ago. And uh, I think I've been doing this since, uh, uh, I don't know about the show, but the letter I started in uh, the end of 2018. And whenever I started the show, I, I... I just, for some reason, uh, got a cup of hot tea, and for some reason, that's just been a staple in the show, so uh, that's why I still keep it, but I've been enjoying the tea this afternoon anyways. Amen? <laughs> you still here? <laughs> All right, so back into our letter here. Uh, let me just jump into this paragraph here, since they don't quite know well, where I left off at. Well, that is sort of what we have in our Sunday prayer. One big caveat here is our church has a great interest in prayer and supplication, and I of course, you have re- I've read this before, but we'll do it again. This is why we call this letter a prayer letter. It's also why we send it out to as many people who are interested in praying for this missionary church and street ministry. But it's not required, okay? So I see the letter going out as a point of contact to remind the people to pray for us, to lift up our name to the Lord in prayer. It's what the Apostle Paul did and taught by the Holy Ghost. This is also one more reason why we have what we call a First Names Prayer Book. It's not a book of prayers, it's a book of first names. There's a big difference between a prayer book and what we use as a prayer book. Our prayer book is filled with names. And I'll be starting a brand new prayer book uh, the 1st of January, because the one I have now is is just uh, overflowing with first names. It's uh, actually too overwhelming, but... uh, We're working on trying to get all the names up to God on a regular uh, prayer schedule. All right, so this is one more reason why we have it called, we call it a First Names Prayer Book, in which we write every person's first name and some thought reminders of who they are so that we don't forget who the person is. These are people we meet when we are out witnessing or meeting people to share the gospel with. Uh, This is another why we call this letter a prayer letter really important. I you know I have thousands and thousands of names, and uh, it's just such a ministry to be lifting people up to the Lord that it it makes you um, uh, interested in the other person because after you converse with them for a moment or two or three or four minutes, uh, get their first name, and then when they leave, jot their name down in a little book. I do it in my voice recorder and my cell phone. And uh, then when I get home, I take the, take the, write their first name and a little thought reminder, a description of who they are. And a lot of times I'll put the location, you know, 28th and Pearl or 9th and Pearl or Iris and Broadway. I'll put that into the, uh, into the note so I'll know who that person is. And uh, we just mention the name. So when you mention people's name to God, don't go into some long dissertation, some three, four paragraphs of a prayer for one single name. If you do that and you've got 50 names in your book, uh, you'll quit. I guarantee you, you can't do that. But if you just lift up each name, I lift up Ron, I lift up Sue, I lift up Carla, I lift up Fred, I lift up, and I just lift up the names to you, Lord. And then when you're lifting up the names to the people, one of the names, Holy Ghost, will have you stop and you'll feel this unction to intercede for that person. And then you'll intercede for a moment or two and he'll, that anointing or that unction will lift and you continue on with the names. It's such a great ministry if you're so inclined to pray for people. All right, so back into our letter here. Another great focus of our church is preaching the word for salvation and being baptized in water and with the Holy Ghost. As the Bible teach, as the Bible tells us so. We do the Bible. More specifically, we do the King James Bible. Our church is built to train up ministers, evangelists to preach all the counsel of God as the Holy Scriptures tell us in Acts 20:27. 20, we are also heavy into being a house of prayer, as Jesus wanted his house to be called the house of prayer. All of us at Gospel Evangelist Church praise. We all pray without ceasing, and thus we are ready and willing and obedient with a word to whomever needs a word of truth from the word of God. This, too, is Bible. We do the Bible. (laughs) How about that? We don't pick and choose what we feel comfortable with. We do all the counsel of God, as the Bible tells us so, Acts 20, 27, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. That's Acts 20, verse 27. Isn't that, that's like, like what we should be doing. <laughs> but people don't do that. I don't understand why people pick and choose what they think is important. When the whole, when all the counsel of God is important at least it was important to the apostle paul when he said i have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of god isn't that great so let's pray lord jesus thank you for teaching us how to pray and teaching us to pray and even teaching us to watch and pray one hour as you asked your disciples and thank you lord for sending the holy ghost to give us the power to pray and to understand the holy scriptures Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us and reminding us of all the things that Jesus taught while he was here in his ministry. We love you, Holy Spirit, and praise you for helping us and comforting us in our trials as we go out into the streets and highways and byways to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. And in your holy name, Jesus, we humbly pray and believe. Amen. So moving on, let's go over some more points of interest in our Sunday prayer letter. The title is Revelation chapter 13. You'll hear me uh, Sunday out on the street. I'll be saying the title, (laughs) Revelation chapter 13. Our scripture is Revelation 13, verses 1 through 18. That's all verses in chapter 13. So our conversation, our talk in this letter and our week of preaching is chapter 13 of Revelation as led by the Holy Ghost. We begin each day at verse 1. We read slowly and deliberately, delivering the Word of God clearly with authority. We read with the Holy Ghost until He stops us, and there we teach, being led by the Spirit of God. Let's always remember that we receive our teaching from the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Truth. As the Bible tells us so in the Gospel of St. John, chapters 14 and 15. Oh, praise God. So John 14, uh, 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, that's Jesus speaking, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. That was Jesus speaking there again. John 15 Verse 26, But when the comforters come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And that was uh, Jesus speaking again in John chapter 15. Praise God, right? <laughs> Hallelujah! Hi, everybody, doing okay here? We're still going through our letter here. I just, you guys okay in video land, and you guys okay in podcast land? <laughs> I hope everybody's okay. <laughs> it's a lot different when you're not talking to people face to face, because when you're on the street, you're you're talking to people, you can see their actions, you can see their facial expressions, you can see their uh, what they're doing physically. But when you're Doing what I'm doing here, you can't see people. (laughs) So uh, you just have to kind of play along with uh, with the show, okay? (laughs) Praise God. So uh, back into our letter here, exercise. This is an exercise in the Spirit. It is not intended to be easy. We will learn how to follow the Spirit and to hear the voice of the Word of God as we go through the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ, one chapter per week for 22 weeks. This is week 13. Of 22. And our letter, uh, to peruse the full-length Sunday prayer letter, is posted on our missionary website at johnshuck.org or gospelevangelistchurch.org. Uh, what you're hearing on the podcast, what you're hearing or watching on the video, is just a small portion of the expansiveness of the letter. It's a very large letter. It's probably about 4,000 words every week. Uh, most of it I don't write every week. I just add to it what I need to talk on this week. So, But in the email, the podcast, the letter, on the uh, house churches that we do, we just use a, the smaller portion of the letter. Amen? So once again, this is podcast episode number 106, Revelation chapter 13, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, With your host, Preacher John. So, preaching scriptures for this week of Sunday, September 18, 2022, we're preaching from the King James Bible daily through the week, if the Lord will, and I'm physically able, along with filming our street sermons and every day for our video channel, which is also ministering to many people. And thank you for viewing these street messages and for sharing and writing your comments. Uh, the comment section, to me, on the channel, I see as a type of ministry. Uh, even here, we pray for the people. Uh, you know, no kidding about it. we we pray for the people who make our who make comments and write uh, their story or their questions or their prayer request on the video uh, description box or comment box, whatever that thing is called, comment box or whatever that thing is called <laughs> in YouTube. And uh it seems to be doing pretty well. I'm pretty pleased with what's going on so far. It's by the Holy Ghost. It's not by me wanting to do that show. Uh, it's a lot of work to do that. So uh, our letter uh, is uh, so our letter has seven parts here: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all the way to Saturday. Part one starts on Sunday, which will be September 18th. It'll be Revelation 13, one through 18. Let me do a quick error fix here. There, I fix that error. Sorry. <laughs> Going to do a little house cleaning as we go along in our letter here. So we'll actually preach on Revelation 13, 1 through 18, all week long from Sunday to Saturday. I don't preach on Saturdays, but those who do preach on Saturdays, they will have these scriptures to preach from. So they're not just preaching whatever they feel like. Uh, if they belong to our church, we all preach from the Sunday prayer letter. And then when they pre- start here in Revelation 13, then the Holy Ghost leads them as they're preaching to whoever's in front of them or whatever location they're at. But uh, in our church, we all give a starting point, a square one that all of us start at. And uh, that keeps us all in one accord. Amen? So Revelation chapter 13, uh, 1 through 18, what I'm going to do now is I'm actually going to uh, read these verses. So verse 1, Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. And I'm reading from the King James Bible, verse one. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Verse two. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, And his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. Verse 3, And I saw one of his heads, as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. Verse 4, And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Verse 5. And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Verse 6. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name. And this tabernacle, oh, and his, oh, sorry, I'm, Moved my computer, and my thing went all over the place here. I'm sorry, oh, there it is. <laughs> life goes on right? <laughs> I don't cut this stuff out if I make a mistake I, the mistake stays onto the show, stays on the video, and the mistake lets everybody know that you do not have to be pristine, perfect, exact, and absolute, perfect in every sense to do anything that I'm doing. I want to be an example, so that's what that's why I, I made a mistake, but it was a it was an, you know, a mistake. I pushed the wrong button on the computer. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, what else can we do, right? And, um, all right, where are we at here? We're in verse, uh, uh, let me start. Let's go back to five, I guess. I lost where I was at. Verse five in chapter uh, 13. Verse five, And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Verse 6, And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, and then that dwell in heaven. Verse 7, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Verse 8, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Verse 10. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Verse 11, and I beheld another beast coming out up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he had spake and he spake as a dragon, verse 12, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them that them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. verse 13 and he doth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of man of men sorry verse 14 and he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live, verse 15, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed, verse 16, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Verse 17, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. That's the reading of chapter 13, verses uh, 1 through 18. Had to take a sip of tea there (laughs) and kind of readjust myself here. All right, so that was the end of Revelation chapter 13. A quick recap here. In a recap here, we can plainly see that this chapter 13 is a very important passage of Scripture. It is one that has the imagination Of so many, that many talk of this scripture as if they know exactly what it all means. (laughs) From my point of view, and decades of service unto God, I see that many people think they know God so well that they can second-guess His actions. How ridiculous. Yes, I know, that sounds crazy and scary. And it is. Be aware, my friend, to the subtle deception of that old serpent. He is fully aware of his power and his ability to deceive. That being the truth, let us have more understanding and wisdom to be overcomers in Christ Jesus. Remember, the Lord Jesus told us that he has overcome the world. That's very important to remember because we are to put on the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ it says in Romans 13 14, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. Then in John 16 33, it says these things I have spoken unto you that in me, Jesus Christ speaking, ye might have peace in the world. ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It's really important to understand that, really really important to know that Jesus Christ has overcome the world. And that is why we put on, one of the reasons why we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're not in the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, and you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the Lord Jesus Christ, you think it's just some uh, made-up name or some mythological uh, being or some divine uh, situation or some universe name or some uh, uh, some... Religious thing that I'm talking about, but you're really not certain of who Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God that shed his blood on the cross that you're so aware of. I know you are. And he shed his blood for your sin. That if you just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that price, that payment for that sin that you had, that you were born into, will be washed away. And your debt of that sin will no longer be paid by you, but be paid by the Lamb of God. You will be born again into the, child, uh, into the family of God. You will be, Your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. And when your name is written in that book of life, you will have a place in heaven. However, if you refuse the invitation to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior right now or at any time before you die, and you die in your sin, you die without Christ, and you get to heaven and Jesus tells you what's going on on in your life and reveals to you why he's sending you to the lake of fire, you'll find out that there is no place for you in heaven because your name is not written in heaven in the Lamb's Book of Life. So, my friend, receive Jesus Christ if you have not received Jesus Christ. And if you've fallen away, have gone back into sin, gone back into the world, and gone back into deception, come out of there. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. And wash yourself in the Lord Jesus Christ. Wash yourself in the blood of the Lamb. And renew your mind to the Word of God. Be made whole, my friend. Be made whole in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? if you need any help, contact me or contact somebody that you know who is a strong uh, believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Just don't call any church and don't call anybody. Don't just pick up any Bible. Be very um, thoughtful of the Bible you read, which should be the King James, and be very thoughtful of a church that you attend. Make sure they're preaching from the King James Bible and make sure, even if they're uh, preaching from the King James, make sure that the love of God is in that church and uh, uh, that people will love you no matter what, no matter what you look like, what's going on, because Jesus Christ will clean you up and set you on the rock that you will never fall. You will never fall if you stay in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So that's for someone out there. If you, like I said, once, and if you need any help, contact me, okay? So going back to our letter here, let's pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray and believe that we receive power to overcome the world. As Jesus has stated so clearly to us, thank you, Lord Jesus, for teaching us and showing us how to overcome the world and the God of this world. We love you, Jesus. And again, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Amen. And my letter is signed, Know that we are of God with my initials J.C. for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have a few scriptures here. First, no, Second Corinthians 4, 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. John 12, verse 40. He hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart And they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. Ephesians 2, verse 2. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Ephesians 6 verse 12 for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against the spiritual wickedness in high places and lastly 1st John five nineteen: and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness my friend If you don't know God, I once again beseech you. I call out to you, pray, and ask God to save you. That's what I did. I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. That's what you can do, my friend. Jesus, save me. Jesus, if you're real, here I am. Wash me. I'm a sinner. Help me, Lord. Call out to God, and he'll answer you. Because when he hears you call... He'll look down and look at your heart to see if you believe what you're saying. And if you believe what you're saying, my friend, only God will know if you believe it. You may think you believe it, but he knows if you believe it. And when I prayed, Jesus, if you're real, when Jesus looked down from his throne and heard me pray that, he saw that in my heart, I believed. On the Lord Jesus Christ. And my letter is signed, amen and amen. So there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer list, written Saturday, September 17th, 2022, at 5.17 p.m., Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Take care.